Greetings and welcome to Terrible Reviews, a podcast where the movies don't have to be terrible because the reviews will be. I'm your host, Seth Hancock. Along with me is your co-host, Michael Bragg. What up, what up? I teased last week that we would keep our lying theme going this week, and surely we are. But before we get to that, we need to introduce our surprise guest. That's right, we're joined today by a resident expert on lying and friend of the show, Garrett Lawton Esquire. Am I allowed to call you that? Yes, I believe that Esquire is a, an official title for attorneys, which always has thrown me off a bit because in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, isn't one of them like they go by Esquire at the end of their I'll last name? Up. I'll look it up. Yeah. Maybe. So anyway, <laughs> anytime someone says Esquire, I think of Bill and Ted's Excellent uh, Adventures. So anyway. Awesome. Don't they have some like weird looking monster things in that movie? Not monsters. What are they? Oh god, I don't even know what they're called. Uh, Monster things. (laughs) We are getting off track early. This is great. All right. So thanks, Garrett, for joining us. We're excited to have you here with us because today's movie is Liar Liar. Released March 21st, 1997. Directed by Tom Shadiak. He also produced. Uh, accepted but i don't think we mentioned that during that episode and it was this one was produced by brian grazer who was half of imagine entertainment with ron howard what do you have for me brag did you find out what they're called bill s preston esquire (laughs) is Um, his name okay and ted's just why is bill an esquire esquire historically i'll read this and i'll let you know lawyer stuff everything i don't understand legally i just call lawyer stuff um all right, let's get straight to the casting it's just couch. just a comic effect. That's it. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Makes them feel important. Yes. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, it's for the movie. Effect. But yes. Yes, yes, yes. And this is going to just make Garrett even more of an unfathomable, like... Unlikable? Yes, jackass. <laughs> but it is historically meant that a person had a slightly elevated social rank. Oh, that's Garrett. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, clearly. At least... Yeah. At least in your own mind, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the casting couch. Uh, top build. Another solo one, just like last week. At least he gets his full name this week. It's not just Carey. Uh, Jim Carey as Fletcher Reed. Familiar faces. We have Maura Tierney as Audrey Reed. Carrie Elwes as Jerry. Welcome back to the podcast, Carrie. Back as another foil after his tasteful death in Twister. Jonas. <laughs> We have Jennifer Tilly as Samantha Cole, Sherry O'Terry as Jane. I don't know if her name ever gets mentioned, but that's what they go by. All right, this is where it starts to get dicey because these actors are familiar faces to me, but I'm not sure how familiar they are to anyone else. You're already, yeah, you're already shaking your head. I've never heard of Sherry O'Terry, and I don't know who she is in this movie. Saturday Night Live. She's the one with the hair. Yeah, you lost me at Saturday Night Live. Okay, all right, we already had this talk yesterday. Oh, she's the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. she was kind of funny. Why is she top build? She's not. She's in casting cut. She's a rando. She's not oh. a. She's not. Yeah, top build is just Jim Carrey. All right. So there, and then there are others who seem to be well known, but not to me. For example, so remember we did this last a couple of weeks ago, based on IMDb current popularity oh, ranking. Yeah. Sarah Paxton, Sarah. who plays. Child at party and school is is ranked number one for this movie. Somehow, even above Jim Carrey, who's you know in Sonic and a bunch of other stuff recently. Fun fact: she's the seventh cousin of our buddy Bill Paxton. 
Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in uh, rest in what do they say now? Perpetuity. Rest in power. <laughs> there something. you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm not including her here because I don't know her, but uh, here are some of the other ones I did include. We have Swoozy Kurtz as Dana Appleton, Mr. Cole's lawyer. Of course. Randall Tex Cobb as Skull. I just like his name. Uh, he's also the guy uh, who he's the guy who gives the suit jacket back to Fletcher at the beginning. Uh, he was also the guy who kidnapped the dog in Ace Ventura that Ace got back at the beginning of that movie. And then she thanked him with a blowjob, which, again, it was probably 10 years after that movie aired. That's before the only way you thank somebody after giving their dog back to him. Automatic yeah. blowjob. And eight-year-old me didn't even realize. Well, of course, eight-year-old me. Never mind. Let's just move just on. Just continue. Uh, yeah. It took me a while to realize that's what was going on there. Um he originally had a bigger part in the movie, but it got cut out. And so it's included in the deleted scene. Um, he's also the guy that he yells, uh, what is it? Stop breaking the law, asshole. That was in reference to him. Um, so here's another random. Jared Paul as Zit Boy. I just know him from Seinfeld. He was in a couple of like movies. I Keep rolling your eyes and your whole head. You're going to break your neck, buddy. Uh, Anne Haney as Greta. Uh, and then here's another random one. Vitamin C as conference room attorney i didn't know she was an actress or in this movie i just knew her from that one song in the 90s that like graduation song or something oh yeah yeah oh hold on before before we get to the terrible synopsis i just want you guys to know that as we go on we remember all the times we had together and as our lives change no stop stop you can't, you can't sing anymore <laughs> can't do any we actually have a real lawyer on the line right now you cannot do oh, we're, we're getting the sign we're getting the cut we got 15 yes. seconds cut we will still be friends forever can i can i hop in on this cast real quick i'm looking yeah. at the imdb and the the judge who you left off your list jason yeah, this bernard is, this is one of the guys i don't know so i didn't include him but he's apparently so he, popular he, he looks familiar but uh fun morbid fact this was his last film apparently yeah. this is he died oh, this shortly was a after. lot of people's last this film. is greta's last film <laughs> It's, oh, uh it's the the big jacked up dude what's his name uh mr folk kenneth folk it's his yeah. last he's dead <laughs> yeah <sighs> there was a, there was a sad death rabbit hole we got to go on for this one <laughs> yeah. all right let's let's jump into the terrible synopsis then a divorced dad with a history of letting down his son and cheating on his ex-wife becomes the victim quote unquote victim of his son's wish that he can't lie for one whole day the problem is he's a defense lawyer, so he lies professionally. And today is the biggest cases of is the biggest case of his career. And his ex-wife and her new guy are moving with his son to Boston and leaving later that night, I guess. What will be Fletcher's top priority? His son or his career? All right. I think that's fairly accurate. Um Okay, so let's get into the foreshadowing here. Uh, we were young when this movie came out. Uh, what, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Um, so I'll jump in. I had this movie rated before we watched it as a B plus. I have no recollection of when or where or with whom I first saw the movie. It was probably at a theater since I forced my mom to take me to pretty much every Jim Carrey movie as a kid. You couldn't be the kid at school who didn't see this movie. I also had a really weird crush on both Maura Tierney because of news radio. Yeah, I was probably the only kid who liked that show. And uh, Jennifer Tilly, uh, but that was mostly because of the 105 pounds in her bra. No, okay. I'm the only, I was in 
I was weird she's as a kid. Awful. Yeah, she's her a voice, poker her voice is, now. She's yeah, not even uh, known as an as an actress anymore. Right. Um, my other memories were that Max was super annoying, uh, but Fletcher was a shitty dad, so maybe it's hard to blame him. And then the other major takeaway I had was the claw. Okay. Yeah, I'll go next. Yeah, I, I, I put it down as a B plus. Uh, this one I do remember. Oddly enough, I remember where I was when I saw this the first time. Theater, mom, brother, and grandma came along for this one. Regenerations. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember in the movie, it had to have been. It had to have been the elevator scene or shortly after the elevator scene, my grandma saying something to my mom loud enough that I could hear. And it was something along the lines of this is not inappropriate to bring your children to or something like that. <laughs> this is the same uh, grandma we talked to on the phone on Bluetooth in the in the van on the way down to Lexington. But yeah, <laughs> she I, I remember seeing this one in theaters. B plus um, hadn't seen it. All the way through for probably 10 years, probably. But yeah, it was nice. Good, good rewatch. Good rewatch. Garrett, what are your thoughts? So uh, I'm going to be honest, uh, pre-watch movie grade, like high D, maybe. I just, the thought of revisiting things from my childhood uh, is not super appealing generally. Uh, I caught like 30 minutes of one of the Ninja Turtle movies and it was just like, terrible so i just yeah i try to leave things where they were um but yeah, somebody who yeah. has to watch the ninja turtle movies like once a week because my son loves them oh dear god yes so that's what that's what i was working with i was like really not looking forward to this uh we can get to my i got thoughts about afterwards maybe later but yeah uh, hi these um key memories are related to the movie not really i so my parents thought jim carrey was just like absurd and stupid and didn't want me to watch any of his stuff so i probably watched this with like the cousins that everyone has that like could watch the movies that you couldn't watch that kind of deal so that was probably it and then uh let's see personal significance um not not bringing up much the claw i think like and so when it when it, it came up in this movie i was like oh fuck like that's yeah that's this movie okay i just think it's weird that your parents had some kind of anti-jim carrey Dude, hated him. Oh, I think it was, um, wait, uh, I haven't seen Pet Detective in forever, but he's like really absurd in that movie, right? Of course, like, yeah. Over the top. Yeah, so. He's over and, the and top they, in every movie, but yeah. And they might sure. have they might have caught a glimpse or two on like In Living Color, right? And, uh, you know, because he was like a lot of body comedy back in that. So, you know, maybe, maybe that was where the hatred came from. Yeah, I guess if... <laughs> You see somebody talking with their asshole long enough, maybe you don't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the All rhino. Right. I always just think of the oh, rhino God. scene. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite. Is that in the second one? That's in the second yes. one, right? Yeah. 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 Which was originally called like, oh God, like Ace Goes to Africa or something like that. Uh, I, I went down a huge Jim Carrey rabbit hole. Ooh. There was some bad, <laughs> some weird, interesting stuff. All right. Uh, one of the things being, he turned down being Dr. Evil to make this movie. So he could have been Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers movies. I'm not sure if you've, maybe we'll get to it in a certain segment of our um, show, but he did get nominated. Yep. 
Oh yeah. For this we'll, movie. We'll, we'll talk so. about that. I did. I do give a shout out. Okay. All right. So not um, a bad choice. Not a bad choice. No. Uh, we, uh, so as always, we watch the movie, um, to break into it, just want to talk about a few of the cliches I picked up on this. This is another day in the life movie. Um, except for it does take place over, I guess, three days, except for the epilogue. You have the day before Max's birthday, Max's birthday, and then the day after Max's birthday. So another really one of those quickies. Uh, we have family versus career, which we talked about in the terrible synopsis. Uh, Fletcher has consistently made the wrong decision in choosing his priorities and has one last chance to make the right choice. And then the big one in this one, it's a Magic Wish movie. Gotta love Magic Wish movies. Actually, you might hate them. Uh, sometimes they're so so stupid. Um, but That's a good part to hop in and really just uh, drill down on the fact that they don't ever, ever explore like the magic wish it doesn't yep. concern them that their child can just like do this <laughs> it, it happens oh, yeah, me man it. i got both of you two i gotta deal with on this it's a comedy <laughs> yes it's a comedy but he makes a good point if go. my son is making my son is about to turn five and if he makes some kind of wish that comes true my kid is going on the talk show circuit the next day and we are bilking him for whatever Listen, magic powers he you has. guys love ryan reynolds you guys well, yeah Okay. Doesn't Are we going to do the same thing when we talk about the changeup? You're going to be, oh, yeah. why didn't they just investigate everything? They went to try to look for the statue, but why didn't they piss on more things together? And, and, the, do this and, and the hot over? chick and when in Rome and yeah, they're, and big. Yeah. Hundreds quick, of thousands of these. Well, quick, yeah. he kind of investigates oh, that stuff. But Well, we'll talk. This isn't Jim Carrey's only wish movie. We'll talk more about that later. Another wish movie. Oh, Bruce the Almighty. The Mask. Yes, man. Wish, the Mask. Wish. Yeah. yeah. All of those. Yes, uh, man. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna talk about this. All right. That's uh, no. We're not talking about it. We're not. Not right now. It. Not right now. All right. Let's get into the stretching here. All right. Ugh. Let me go because I already need another drink. So let me talk for a minute, and then I'm gonna leave you guys to talk. For a <laughs> <sighs> all right. So I'll um I'll start. I'm not gonna. I've done this new thing where I'm not gonna put any quotes in any of this. This is our five goal, minute yes. stretch. I just want to talk about my favorite parts. So this movie I thought was weird. Uh, almost kind of an action movie type thing for me. And I'll explain this, Gary. It's going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? But like whenever we've done an action movie, it's hard for me to pick. And it's hard for Seth to pick specific five minute stretches. So in this movie, it was like pretty much from my first part is birthday wish slash end to lying rants. So he starts going on all those rants about how he can't or, uh, when he's walking into the office and he's telling everybody the truth, all that stuff. So that's all within five minutes, right? Is that where he starts doing all that stuff? Right around there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's where he does all that stuff. And then it's like from there on out, the rest of the movie's like damn near perfect or like doesn't really stop as far as like events happening. So I've got that one first and then the first courtroom appearance. Um mm -hmm which you know he's freaking the f out uh not super bad but bad enough um i would love I've... to see the screenplay for that where there's like fletcher makes weird noises <laughs> fletcher <laughs> falls down like, yes how do you write out the script for that it's like well you could far, see he, you could see it in the bloopers <laughs> yeah well, you could course. see in the outtakes at the end that it's just like <laughs> half of that shit is just so either made up or like they just yeah they just had a ball making that that show yeah you could tell 
and then I'm going to do one more and then I've, I got to get out of here. Um, <clears throat> the office pin Greta honest answers. Okay. Yeah. So it's really where like everything kind of breaks down into like, okay, this dude can't do anything <laughs> like zero lying about well, it. It starts with him farting in the elevator. Like that whole it stretch. Me. <laughs> I thought you weren't doing any quote. Okay. Well, yeah. You fucking said it. So what is, am I supposed to do? It's like a fucking trigger word for me. <laughs> farting in an elevator is a yeah. trigger for you okay yeah, pretty much i don't ever fart in an elevator i try to avoid elevators in all honesty I, not I like i'm like super a, fit Just last week about. on liar on uh, what true lies i admitted to being an elevator farter uh, like you, you fart in there on purpose or it's just like you get it's, nervous it's like a guts. weird compulsion it's like oh god oh god oh god now i have to fart oh god do you guys know what you're supposed to do if an elevator falls like while you're in there like while you're in it like what moves you're supposed to make as it's like lay as flat as you can on the i've heard that i've also heard that you're supposed to like bend your knees yeah to absorb, to absorb the impact the like when yeah. you come down yeah it's a thought every time i get into an elevator <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is stand in the corner i think too yeah one of my biggest fears is a falling <sighs> awful uh yeah so he write he ends up writing trying to write that the pen is red comes out blue even writes it all over his face that scene reminds me of idle hands because he has no control he has no control of his hand is acting independently of his brain. he's unbelievable with that stuff like his so body great. control is crazy see and, i thought that scene was a callback to evil dead where he, the hand fight where he cuts off his hand and then, yeah 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 no you're you guys right are talking about movies i've never seen what is uh, this <laughs> evil, evil dead. dead it's like a cult classic horror movie it's like yeah, the original it's... zombie movie. And he's not in it? He's not in it. Okay. No, 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 no. Bruce Campbell's the star yeah. of that. Mm. So Bruce he's Cam- not even no. in the other one that you're that you're bringing up. No, they just don't hands, no. No. Yeah. Uh, hmm. One of my favorite things is it does, it does blue written all over his face. And there's also B.B. King is written on his face because I didn't he's see a blues that. musician. Oh, I didn't see. Never <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> I, it's on his like chin, right where like right where when a guy passes out and you draw a dick on their face. It, right there is where it says BB King. <laughs> is there a specific spot that you're supposed to draw the dick on the face? Yeah, going right into the mouth, right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> That's that's uh, the correct answer, Seth. That's the correct I, answer. I'm not admitting to, that's not a crime, right, Garrett? Drawing no. on somebody's face while they're passed out. Okay. No. Okay. Just Probably not. Sure. <laughs> you didn't say uh, his last name, did you, Garrett's? Yeah. Oh. At the beginning, I did in the intro. Oh, shit. He is like in the, a real. In the, epi- in the episode notes, I'll call him something. Else. I'll call him like Gary Law Dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call him from now on. <laughs> Well, All right. <laughs> I can't see where it says BB King on his face. It's it, yeah. It, there's one angle you can see it really. Oh, clear. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> so. like the sideburns <laughs> to the chin. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Uh, All right. Uh, my next scene is the post rewish. So. Uh, Fletcher gets back to the office from trying to force Ma- God, this is such a weird thing. Trying to force your five-year-old kid to re-wish or unwish uh, his wish. It doesn't work. Uh, he yells at Skull for knocking over the ATM at knife point. Fletcher tells Greta that he can't lie. 
Meanwhile, Miranda overhears this outside. Miranda being his boss, overhears him outside his office. Greta seizes the opportunity to confront Fletcher about not giving her a raise, and he admits it's because he's cheap, so she quits. Uh, God, here. So Fletcher calls Judge Stevens to delay the hearing, but he can't lie, so he can't say he's ill. Greta finds out the frame that was supposed to be an antique from Tiffany's was actually a $10 frame from a garage sale marked down to $650. Uh, <laughs> cheap ass. Uh, Fletcher has to talk to his mom, who he's been avoiding, and admits to all of the lies that he's been telling to avoid her because he doesn't want to talk about his dad's bowel movements. Um, he accidentally hangs up on the judge. Is that unforgivable, Garrett? Have you ever hung up? First off, have you ever called a judge? Is that something that happens? Uh, yeah, in a like way more formal setting than is portrayed okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Greta walks out, but before she does, she tells a story of the burglar who broke into her friend's house and hurt himself. So he sued her friend for $6,500. And Fletcher says he would have gotten the burglar 10. Um, and apparently that's based on a true story about a, a school in California. Some guy broke in, hurt himself, and then sued the school district and ended huh. up getting a payday because of it. That Garrett, like tell me your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gotten him 11, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so then suddenly Miranda reappears and leads Fletcher to the boardroom uh, and asks his thoughts about Mr. Allen, who's the head of the partnership committee to which he says some very unkind things. Um, in, in what is maybe the most absurd scene in the entire film. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we will be talking extensively about that later, I'm sure. Uh, Miranda brings Fletcher into the committee and proceeds to ask him to tell them what he thinks of Mr. Allen and the rest of, uh, and the rest of the people. And so Fletcher gets brutally honest with Mr. Allen. He thinks it's a roast and cracks up and then makes him roast all the others um, with hilarious consequences. Do you, have um, the full, do you have the full quote? Oh, later? I have the whole thing. I'll get it okay. later. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try to do it in voice. And no, uh, yeah, we'll do that. And then as Fletcher walks out of the boardroom, again, this is one of the things that I would have loved to see the script for. He faints. <laughs> he just falls down in the most dramatic fashion you could possibly imagine. So that's kind of how I wrapped up that one. Um, Brag, do you have anything? I think I have a break there for a little bit. Um, um, I've got second courtroom appearance slash bathroom break. Okay, you go for that one. So we get the, well, I guess it's the original sex tape, right? 97? <laughs> yeah, I the don't know audio, audio, the sex, audio tape. sex tape on a cassette. Can you imagine listening to that like underneath your covers? Like, oh yeah, that's that's what I need. No, uh, isn't so the weird. isn't the Pam isn't the Pamela Anderson tape? That's why. Like, that's why I was oh. fishing for this to find out if you guys knew. And I, <laughs> I unfortunately I did not do the research. So. I didn't either. So either <laughs> that, way, so we get the sex video, <laughs> the first ever sex cassette played <laughs> on a movie, on a tape recorder. Children, that's just Google it. Yeah. Which then they moved. She grabbed what the amazing thing was. She grabbed the cassette from the PI, takes it to her, takes it to the what do you call those? The, just a desk, takes it to the desk, grabs the tape recorder, places it in the tape recorder, then walks it back over to the um, what do you call that? The stand, 
then puts it up against the microphone and then presses play. Like, why didn't she just go get her tape recorder and bring it up there with her? Whatever. Doesn't matter. So either way, you get that. And then blah, 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 blah. A bunch of stuff happens, a bunch of quotes, which we'll get to. And then he gets to the bathroom. He's just trying to delay it as much as he can because he cannot lie. Uh, gets to the bathroom, slams his head on the was not tile. I'm going to assume it's marble on the marble wall. Uh, and then the uh, ass kicking begins where he all of the shit. All of those him. sound effects are apparently natural. Those are him actually banging against. He's nuts. I know. He is. So, this was the height of his like. I don't him. want to say his career, it was, but it was of pretty his... much the height of his career, like 90s was I'm, not, his 90s. I'm not hating no, on you're him. right you're right you're right but this was the most jim carrey of like uh yeah yeah i'm not oh, hating boy. on him dude you right. mm. what nothing i'm not hating on him either i'm just saying that this was like he has kind of phases to his career and this is when he was the most like slapsticky mm. of his don't career call him a, don't call him a slapstick comic he's not a slapstick comic he's a great physical, physical physical comedian how about yeah. that that's all I've got. And then I've got third courtroom appearance. Okay, I'll take over there. So this is when we have Kenneth Falk and Mrs. Cole take the stand. Uh, again, trying so hard not to use quotes here yet. Um, but it's Fletcher's turn to call witnesses. He calls Mr. Cole's Mrs. Cole's lover, Kenneth Falk, to the stand. Uh, Fletcher begins to question Mr. Falk. He begins objecting to his own questions. Garrett, here we go. I'm asking you for advice. Is that a thing? Do you object to your own line of questioning? No, so that's what makes it extra absurdist humor. Oh, and that's why your parents didn't want you to watch it. Okay, I get it. I get it. They didn't want you to have a false conception about what future courtroom scenes were going to be like. Okay. His uh, parents aren't lawyers. Well, they're, they they were molding him to become a lawyer, and they didn't want to give him false I expectations. I don't know if that's no. the case, but we're not, we're not here for that. So. <laughs> in the alternative universe I live in, that's how I imagine it. Um, so he gets Falk to admit to having sex with Mrs. Cole and then says no further questions. Just great witnesses there. Um, Falk is dismissed when Ms. Mr. Cole's attorney has no questions. After saying he has no further witnesses, Fletcher. Okay, here's another question I have for you. So he says, I have no further witnesses. Then all of a sudden, he, he talks to Samantha, finds out that she, they get into like a little verbal dust up and then she admits to being 31. So after you say that you have no further witnesses, can you then immediately change your mind to say, oops, I'm, I lied. I do have more witnesses. I think it's probably up to the judge, That's but does he call a witness at that point? He does. Or does he, he just calls. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he calls, calls, Mrs. calls her. Stand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I had written down underneath this one was very patient judge. Yeah, I'm assuming those yeah. are very um, hard to come across. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Fletcher asked Mrs. Cole questions about her driver's license. Is a driver's license like, is that admitted in court as fact? Like, how does that work either? What do you? It's admitted literally everywhere in the entire state as fact. How would it not be a fact in a courtroom? Well, my, well, so here's the thing, right? Well, my first thing still, give a cop my driver's license over. still says I'm 180 pounds. So, I don't, <laughs> so that's why I ask. I don't know if I'm being illegal uh, here. So we're getting a little in the weeds here, but I will say that certain documents are uh, self-proving, we'll say, under the rules of evidence. Uh, I suspect the driver's license would be one. Although, do you have to, 
you don't do you have to like have a birth certificate when you get your first driver's license or no i don't recall i don't like how do they validate your your birth social security card maybe i know you have to give some kind of yeah you have to give some proof of life i will look this up hold on yeah so anyway they can yes i'm i'm assuming they could admit the driver's license for the purpose of her birthday uh yeah so he gets her uh so that's the issue that that's at hand here is that he gets her to admit that she was actually 17 when she married mr cole making their prenuptial agreement null and void resulting in fletcher winning the case and then as mrs cole leaves the stand she runs over and plants this like overly sexual (laughs) gratuity kiss right on fletcher in front of the entire court again I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to assume that that's not kosher for uh, for legal proceedings. No, it's not usually how it goes. <laughs> You've never been thanked with a. Never mind. I'm not going to finish that. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've never been thanked with a blowjob or a kiss <laughs> for yeah. Okay. Here's oh, sorry. Blowjobs only for finding a dog. Sorry. In the state of Indiana, you need one document proving your identity. Which yes, it doesn't state what that could be. That could be a birth certificate, a social security card, or a social security card, yeah. because that's all, another thing that you need a social security number. One document provided or proving your lawful status in the United States. Social security card, I'm assuming. So all three of those knocked out with one card. Birth two documents proving your Indiana residency, which is usually two pieces of mail. Yeah. Done. Ugh. It's harder to vote. Um, anyways, <laughs> you know, in this <laughs> not a politics podcast, Garrett. Forgot to warn you out of time. Yeah, no, it's we're good. We're good here. So here's here's the other thing, and I think they established this early on that Jim Carrey is kind of like the hired gun litigator, mm-hmm. which is it, which is sort of a thing, right? Like you you get a case so far, and then you bring in someone who's got like the courtroom presence. But but assuming that's all he is, any attorney worth his salt would have found that the prenup and the uh, driver's license didn't add up like, I don't know, fucking way earlier on in the case. And then this would have never happened. Like a paralegal would have done that investigation for you, I think, or some kind of assistant. Yeah. It would not have made it this far. Yeah, of course. Um, Bragg, Garrett, do you have any other scenes? I just have one and it's the credits and outtakes. So I I don't want to skip over anything if you guys have any other scenes that were. I've got the airport go for it airport and then no i mean we don't need to really get into it right i mean he fucking steals some stairs and chases down the the plane as it's taxiing out to the runway um which we i've got some notes on that i'll go ahead and knock this out here real quick uh planes taxi about 20 25 miles an hour but they can go as little as like nine but his face i got real deep into this so his face and his hair were being blown back too much for it to be nine miles an hour. This is all according to Reddit. Reddit.com is credit on this. Uh, no way. This I, I was assuming there's no way that the stairs could go that fast. But Reddit confirms that the runway was long enough for the scenario to be true. But they could not confirm on whether or not the mobilized stairs could reach the speed needed for your hair to be blown back at the rate that it was blown back. But they were assuming that it was possible. And that they would not need the entire runway at LAX, which is about 14,000 feet. Interesting. Okay. And so this has to be, I don't know a lot about, this has to be the second most utilized stair car. The other one being Arrested Development. 
where they drive the stair. Okay, I, I can't think of any. They... I can't think of any other stair car. I forgot that they drove and movies that or around, TV shows. They... Yeah, and they get that thing up to like thirty-five miles per hour. It probably goes pretty quick, but man, but that, yeah, risky, dude. <laughs> Risk. I mean, he pays the price at the end, but oh, of course. I, I had that Fair scene flagged uh, and in caps here, enormous liability. So <laughs> it, 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 it looks like they they actually like filmed that probably with a stuntman, right? I mean, so mm. this this is a thing that actually took place in person, just not with Jim Carrey. So well, I know, don't. I I'm pretty sure that that wasn't a real. Stops. Pretty sure that wasn't a real person that flew off of it and into the right. Into the yeah, obviously that part, but the part where there's a uh, you know mobile staircase driving right next to an airplane, you know. Look, man, you're gonna you invite you invite an attorney onto this podcast. You're gonna get uh, liability and waiver disclaimer. Oh no, okay? that's fine. That's fine. Uh, by the way, Seth, this is the freaking stair car that they drive in Arrested Development. It's not the same thing. It's a real truck with stairs on the back of it. <laughs> also, can we? Why is it? It's it's clearly like the it's like the morning, right? Their their flight was the next morning. I think was the. Like yes. 8 a.m. or something. Yes. And then when they're like wrapping up and he's getting put into the ambulance, it's very clearly mm. night. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Bragg, man. Bragg has told me to stop worrying about time issues. Was <laughs> it morning? It couldn't have been morning because. No, it was that. It was night. It was eight o'clock at night. I thought. Maybe it was, was eight it? o'clock. I thought at it was night. like our flight leaves the next morning. Mm, no, that we, night. We it was leave that night the next. I don't know. If my flight's at eight o'clock at night, my ass is leaving my house at like one o'clock in the afternoon. That's just yeah. how I get to the airport. And I'll get there early. I'm getting shit faced in the bar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If I've got to go cross country to freaking with Carrie Lewis or whatever his name is, Carrie like Elwes, <laughs> whatever, fucking Jonas, I'm going to get trashed before I have to get on a plane with him. Dude's dropping oh, I yeah. love you on the runway. Oh, Crazy. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, okay. That's not the response I was expecting. Um, yeah. So my last scene, I included just as a as kind of a throw-in. It's only like two and a half minutes. And and Garrett, you already mentioned this, I think. I included the credit in the outtake scene because you can tell they're just having fun. Like that movie seemed like a really fun movie to make. And the way that they uh uh you know, the way they include that seems like a, a way to really show that off. And I really like those uh I like I'm a sucker for any kind of outtakes. I'm the one nerd who will go to the DVD extras and if there's outtakes included, I I watch them. I know. Okay, I'm the only person. I'm I'm a nerd. We've established this. Okay. Garrett, since you're new to the podcast, we uh we pick individual winners. So we pick our favorite and then we declare it. You can give it a reason. You can let the you can let your whatever. Um what is your favorite scene in this movie? I think it's got to be when it dawns on him what's going on, the blue pen scene, because it kind of sets the tone for the rest. It's like, oh, shit, he's got all this lying he has to do, and he can't lie anymore. So that's that's it for me. Okay. Brag? I'm going to go with the Mr. Allen roasting scene. Oh. <laughs> Big fan of that one. Big that fan. was... That's a great one. I went It with... even made my baby laugh, by the way. He was watching <laughs> it, and he just started dying laughing. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Uh, I'm glad this worked out perfectly because I chose Kenneth Falk and Samantha Cole on the witness stand. So we because all picked three. You used to jerk off to the sound of this movie underneath your covers, is what we all just found out. <laughs> that was a joke, but I, <clears throat> yeah, um, I was. Yep. 
continue moving on all on right, to most memeable moments <laughs> all right so here's where we go through the stuff that made us laugh um i don't think we have any oh shit moments today so i think we're just gonna go straight through um my first one so garrett just give you a heads up we usually kind of rotate around here so feel free to uh to pick and choose whatever ones you want to add uh we already talked about the claw um both the or- Seth doesn't go in order either. I, so. I did on this one. I got better. Thank I tried God. to go in order. Um, so we have the claw, the real, the original OG claw, the Jim Carrey claw, not that limp ass hook that Carrie also Carrie Elwes gives. Um, so in that opening scene, we also have a, one of my favorite random little small bits. You have Fletcher and Audrey talking. Yes. And after Audrey tells Fletcher that she and Jerry have been having sex after they've been dating for like seven months, Fletcher says, I was hoping after being married to me, you'd have no more strength left. To which Audrey responds by saying, (laughs) well, you have to remember that when we were married, I wasn't having sex nearly as often as you were. Right? Like they throw that out there real casually. (laughs) And it's like, and, and the way she responds just is like, man, a lot of therapy went into that calm and cool <laughs> response. <laughs> she's yeah, she's at, very at chill oh, for this, yeah. for being divorced like this. And yeah, did you didn't you miss the first? I like the one that where he goes, "You guys aren't, you know." Yeah, there's another point where Audrey is like, uh, she's like. Uh, like I don't hate you because you had you cheated on that me. That was it at the di- impound at the impound. Yeah, I divorced you because you because I was mad at you or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Somebody else go. Baseball stuff. <laughs> Obviously, Max when he opens up his birthday present that his dad got for him that he did not get for him and he didn't have any idea what was in there. Which is he gave, he gave birth to it though, right? Yes. That- Fantastic yeah um well he didn't give birth to it because you don't eat a baby and he said that he ate his birthday present so he kind of shit it out of his front (laughs) (laughs) which gives me even more questions but sure go ahead uh so every single one of these is from fletcher by the way that i have written down the rest of the way except for base well baseball stuff he says too but i was kind of kind of quoting max on that um who by the way no longer acts He's like a sports producer somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, this part I thought was pretty funny when Jerry comes up and he like gives him like the little, you know, Hey chief. And like kind of punches him in the arm and he's talking to it. It's Audrey, right? She's talking mm-hmm. to Audrey. And he's like, he, he struck our child. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. It was. All right. I'll let Gary get some in there. If he wants to get some in. Yeah, I think um, in terms of like memeable, gifable, quotable stuff, the uh, how's it hanging? I feel like that's that's mm. something that's it's quite like, a bit down the road. Transcended this film. Yeah, yeah. Going, going a little off, uh, off script. Shriveled, shriveled into the left, right? Is that what Short, it is? shriveled into the left. Yes. Always to the left. Yeah. Always to the left. Same club. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'll oh. keep going. We got a long way to go. Mine's to the right right now. Do you want to go? Oh. I've got the boss is really riding me. That's the next one. <laughs> She's really riding me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I've had better, of course. I've had better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Max. Elevator scene or no? Hold on, Max. Some more my there? teacher tells me that beauty is on the inside. Fletcher. <laughs> yes. That's, that's just something this. ugly people say. <laughs> oh, how did I miss this? I forgot about that part. Right when you said it, I was like, yes, I forgot he kills that teacher. Big girl, big girl, that teacher. Um, speaking of big girls, when Fletcher's in the ele- elevator with um, oh, yeah. what's her name? I don't know big boobs girl, big yeah, big boobs girl. girl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do the voice. Uh, she. I, I, I will. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, do the quote. Well, that's because you've got big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them, mama. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, also, before that, you forgot the sex on tape scene we talked about. Uh, Fletcher, oh, come on, Your Honor. How can it be proved that the male voice on that tape is not Mr. Cole himself? And then Samantha, on tape, you are such a better lover than my husband, Fletcher. Your Honor, I object, Judge Stevens. And why is that, Mr. Reed? It's devastating to my case. <laughs> Overruled. Good call. <laughs> That's not before that. That's after that. Oh, oh shit. Way oh. after it. No. Me? Yes, it is. Eh, I've got fine. interviewing Kenneth Folk like one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. After that. All right. Uh, I don't. I wrote this down, but I don't even know how to do it. Like when he, when he meets, um, God, what's her name in the courtroom? Uh, what was her name? You said it. Samantha Isn't Cole. It? No. Jennifer Tilly. Jerry O'Terry. Oh, Sherry Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> when he meets her and he's, he's, she says something to him, right? And he's like, whatever. How, that how, how do you is. like my hair? Or, yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You did great. something different with your hair. This <laughs> is something. So I, I'm going to go ahead and get this note out of the way, too. Uh, this, the way that Fletcher acts a lot of the time in court is exactly how I imagine Garrett acts in court, <laughs> i.e., i.e., this part. Uh, the honorable judge, whatever his name is, <laughs> he's just like honorable, <laughs> honorable. <laughs> I can totally see Garrett having some judge come out that he doesn't like, and he's like honorable. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the, he asks him how, uh, what does he ask him how his day's going? How's he doing yeah. or something? How's your day going? Yep. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode I had last night. <laughs> well, you're young. It'll happen yes. more and more. In the meantime, what do you say we get down to business? <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you so want to keep going? Line. Because you cheat and you do the whole freaking everybody's quotes. I just uh, have the quote quotes. Well, do the do the pen being blue. I mean, at least get to that. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I still have. Do we have a settlement? No. And then he pulls his hair out of his no that's after no it's not no it's not oh we're gonna fight no because then because then after that then he gets because then they take a recess or whatever after that or no because they don't get a settlement so they have to go back to court they take two different recesses listen listen well can we can we just pause real quick to talk about how procedurally this is not at all how things go yes this is why you're on the podcast I assume this is like the final pre-trial conference right and this is this is at a minimum a week out from the, the trial at a maximum, you might be looking at 21 days to a month. So it's not, all it's not day. like it's, it's, 
it's very much not in the same day. So this this premise that like they're gonna oh did you settle you didn't settle all right we got a trial this afternoon like it's just not how shit works. <laughs> so Seth, I don't know if you watched the movie or not. So then after this, oh, fuck. after this part, he goes back to the office, and this is where he starts ranting on people. This is where your SNL girl gets roasted for uh-huh. her suit that she's wearing, and then he says your cholesterol fatty, and then he does the his. You're not, you're, not important enough to you're not important enough to remember. And then he tries to write down that the pen is red. But the mm-hmm. pen is blue. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. <laughs> and then uh, my favorite, one of my favorite ones is next. But if you want to take it, you can. But you're probably like way off. Greta hands him the phone with what's his name's on the on the phone and stop breaking the law, asshole. It's mm-hmm. another thing I could see Garrett doing if I ever called him to like, hey, can you help me get out of this? And, and he just ripped my ass a new one and give his phone uh, back to Greta. I like when the when uh, the Fletcher refuses to give the bum money and the bum calls him a jerk off. Yeah, <laughs> jerk off. Um, Fletcher when he's talking to Audrey on the phone with blue pen all over his face after telling he missed Mac's birthday party to have sex no see that's the thing I don't even like her but she's a partner and I thought I could I, could, I thought I could help my career by making her squeal you did not write these down in order did you I thought I did no you're all over the place Fletcher after farting in the elevator it was me I, don't, I had that down a long time ago earlier like in the five minute run. stretch part stop breaking the law asshole stop breaking okay. the law asshole here she you here gonna do she it or no? the, here yeah. she comes to wreck the day yes yeah. which he also sings the actual version of in man on the moon that's what uh, I, I actually walked into the office late 15 minutes late for recording and said that to myself <laughs> as if the you guys were already on the on the Zoom call, my mic and computer were already on. I walked in and go, here he comes to sit, wreck the day. <laughs> and just sat down. And then I was like, oh, I got to turn everything on. Get him here first. All right. My last two are kind of big ones. So um, Fletcher to the partnership committee. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. To Mr. Allen. He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless steaming pile of cow dung figuratively speaking, to Simmons. Simmons is old. He should have been out of the game years ago, but he can't stay home because he hates his wife. You've met her at the Christmas parties. She's the one who gets plastered and calls him a retard. And you, Tom, you're the biggest brown nose I've ever seen. You've got, the, you, you've got your head so far up Mr. Allen's ass, I can't tell where you end and he begins. And then to the rest of the committee, you have bad breath caused by gingivitis. You couldn't get a porn star off. Your hair, your hair piece looks like something that was killed crossing the highway. I don't know whether to comb it or scrape it off with a shovel and bury it alive. Loser, idiot, wimp, degenerate, slut. <laughs> so in, in yeah, listening what about, to that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, what I was just what about the, listen. Well, you told me to go ahead. Oh my god! <laughs> no, then go, then go. So what? Why? Why aren't you going to do the part where he takes the uh, the hair piece off and sticks it on the wall? Why don't you do that? You already said yeah. the retard part, so why don't you continue? I did. <laughs> oh no, I'm not doing the chief wahoo. No, no. Mm-mm. Which brag? Major uh, that, league? No. That gets to my point, which is that the the two most uh, cancelable uh, offenses in this film take place in this scene. Uh, the use of the R word and then the scalping with the Native American imitation, 
Well, you've you've ruined my winner, but yes. <laughs> uh, my other big one I had here. Uh, oh, I guess there's two big ones I have left. Um, Fletcher at the motor pool. Uh, I sent I sent you a screen clip of this one earlier today or yesterday. <laughs> Fletcher, you scratched my car. Where? Right there. Oh, that was already there. You liar. You know what I'm. You know what I'm gonna do about this? What? Nothing, because if I take the small claims court, it will just drain eight hours out of my life and you probably won't show up anyways. And even if I got the judgment, you'd, you'd just stiff me. So what am I gonna do is piss and moan like an impotent jerk and then bend over and take it up the tailpipe. You've been here before, haven't you? That's it? Yeah. I thought That's you it. said you had two. Oh, okay. Um, we already talked about I'm kicking my ass. We already talked about oh Samantha 105 pounds. Yeah, in your bra. All right. Fletcher after proving Samantha was underage when she married Mr. Cole. And the truth shall set you free. My client lied about her age. She was only 17 when she got married, which makes her a minor. And in the great state of California, no minor can enter into legal contract without parental consent, including prenuptial agreements this contract is void the fact that my client has been ridden more than seattle slew is irrelevant standard community property applies and she is entitled to half of the marital assets or 11.395 million dollars jordan fades back slush and that's the game nothing further your honor and you left out a lot of stuff okay well then fill it in fill in the gaps I've got I've got something here real quick. So this, this Jordan fades back, swoosh, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, I have a note here. It's like, did the curse uh, or the wish make him like a pompous douchebag, or did that come with oh he was this a inability to lie long ago? So so like even if he could have lied his way through that uh, hearing, that's that's the likely outcome. Is yes. that Jordan swoosh? Yeah. Metaphor? Yeah. You don't get okay. that. All you right. don't get that office in that high rise. By being and your own honest. security or your own security, your own secretary, by yeah, by being and chill associate and... attorneys having secretaries is like another. We won't go there, but yeah. yeah. So okay, beautiful. All right, back to me. Uh, Fletcher, while uh, the guy asks what he's doing after he's beat the shit out of himself in the bathroom, he sc- he screams. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking my own ass. Do you mind? That's what he says. Why did I make him like from Boston or something? But um, Fletcher interviewing Kenneth Falk. Interviewing? Is that the right thing? What am I looking for here? Examining. Examining. Oh, uh, yeah, Falk. examining, questioning. You had sex with her when you met, didn't you? Didn't you? You slammed her. You dunked her donut. You gave her a dog. You gave her dog a sausage. You stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey. And then there's a whole bunch of this and whatever noises and stuff that he makes that's fantastic i had to pull that one like stop it four or five times just to get that whole thing in because he just rambles it off so so quick you got the whole thing in yeah (laughs) uh obviously the the weight 105 yeah in your bra Mm -hmm. and then i hold myself in contempt he screams and he screams i'm jose canseco while being taken out of the court by the bailiff that's it that's all i've got (laughs) 
Oh, I had one more. When Fletcher gets on the conveyor belt to sneak into the baggage area, he is under, he is holding the bag on top of him and just going through the conveyor belt. For some reason, that got me this time. I didn't remember that before. Garrett, did you have anything else? I think we're, I think we're at the end of our ropes. Uh, that's, okay. That's it. We're heading right. towards the fun part of the pod here shortly. Yep. Uh, we're going to pick some winners here before we do that. Um, I had uh, the whole Fletcher to the partnership committee. And then I wrote with an asterisk, which you guys have already beaten me to, except the part where he says the R word and the whole scalping with the uh, the Native American vocalization part. Mm. Yeah, How's not that a fan, go? Not a fan of that. I'm, you didn't get me to do it on Major League and I'm not going <laughs> to do it for Liar Liar. <laughs> no, you just said all the other extremely <laughs> racist shit from Major League, but that's fine. <laughs> Um, as I'm quotes, go with, as quotes, I'm gonna go with the probably the most used of anything from the movie, and I'll go, yeah, in your bra. Yep, that's mine. That's a good one, Garrett. What do you have? I gotta pick the best of these. Is that is that what your favorite? Doing? Not the not necessarily the best, whichever one just you either use the most or you find the most humorous. Oh man, it might be when he tells his uh, client stop breaking the law. <laughs> I feel like that's stop breaking the law, asshole. asshole. I don't I don't do like a lot of or really any criminal, but similar sentiments have been uttered uh, by me. So stop building property on other or stop building stuff on other people's property, asshole. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to assume what you would do. All right, let's get to the clock check. Um, so this is where we admit to uh, if we ended up checking our phone or having to check the clock, usually it's because we got bored or not just because we just got distracted or had to go to the bathroom, though Bragg has used that before. Um, but that was also like a two and a half hour movie, so I couldn't blame him. Um, I did not check my phone. This is what, 180, it's 86 minutes. So it's a, it's a quick one. And there was a, it keeps you pretty much entertained. So I did not check my phone at any point. What about you guys? Nope, didn't check my phone right now while you were talking, but no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> did not check my phone during the movie. No. Now, I, I uh, also did not check my phone, which was, I was pleasantly surprised by considering uh, going into it. I thought this was going to be one of those, I don't know if I can finish this movie. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot you said that. Yeah, we're going to make him eat those words later. All right, let's get into <laughs> award season now. Uh, so now we get to pick the MVPs uh, or. Our, our MVPs, so the best person, place, concept, whatever that you uh, enjoyed most about this movie. Um, Bragg, do you want to start off here? Yeah, sure. I'll start off. Um, I have unfinished. I have one more bullet point there, but I'm just going to go ahead and just take it away. I think it's pretty obvious to me who the MVP or what the MVP is. But first one I have is Fletcher's office. I kind of hinted at that Ooh. earlier. Banging of an office. There's, there's. I don't know if there's a full bathroom at one point. I'm pretty sure he is in a bathroom in his pajamas, brushing his teeth in his yeah. office. Did he sleep in that office at one point? Yes. He slept on okay. the couch that he fugged his. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Boss, I guess. And um, he, Miranda. I'm assuming that there's a bedroom because Max pops out of some sort of bedroom or something in the morning um, or at least out of a hallway in the office. And it's in a high rise in yeah. LA. So I could not tell where they were half the time and they weren't in the a courtroom. End. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I saw what you're saying. Um, and then Jim Carrey is my other one. 
He's um, the only one. Yeah. I have something written down that now I don't know if I can. I think I can based off of me just poking through a lot of his like actual work. I guess I could say I'll say it. I've said this about Ben Stiller before. Maybe the most underrated actor of our generation. Maybe. How could he be underrated? He was like the no. only thing. Well, for tell a long me, time. No, yeah, he owned for for a long time, but he's still putting out hits, bro. He's still sticking out hits. Dude, I watched Sonic I with his... my kid, and it's, he's pretty good in Sonic. He's great in Sonic, but then he hasn't done. Yeah. He hasn't really done anything. I mean, he had to do Dumb and Dumber too. He had to. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to. I'm sure he's far far from his like comedic roots. Yeah, and a lot of his. I think. I think his range is what's truly underrated. If you're going to go, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what kind of what I'm going after. Because you go eternal, eternal sunshine. You go. You go to like. You go from like, Earth Girls are easy and Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. But then he's got Batman in there, which I don't know how you guys feel about that one. I like that one. Batman forever. But then he's got like some family, but it's yes, yeah. It's super popcorn. funny ones in the Truman. Sh- well, not the Truman show, but the cable guy and mm-hmm. me, myself and Irene and fun with Dick and Jane was okay. Yes, man. I liked. Yeah. Uh, yes, man. I really liked. Yeah. I love you. Philip Morris. I never saw, but that was a pretty nope. a critical. Like, wasn't that pretty yep. acclaimed pretty movie, acclaimed. right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kick-ass Garrett seems like yep. a kick-ass fan. It was pretty good, Matt. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen Sonic just because my kid wanted to watch Blue. He saw, <laughs> so we watched Sonic, and yeah, Points, I thought he was okay. Blue, yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so my winner, oh, and I said, I also said that his body control is incredible. Yes, uh, there's uh, so many different things that he when he beats the shit out of himself, when he's writing, like he's fighting his own arm, the fainting like, spells, yeah. Incredible. Even when he just gets like freaked out when Miranda pops out of an elevator. Oh my no. god! And they're like, <laughs> it's like he got hit with a tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't um, he say "Holy shit"? Is that what he says? Some holy hell. Holy hell! Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, yeah. So, are we doing winner immediately not, after? Not, or do you guys not yet, because Garrett needs to give. Okay. Did you have any MVPs, Garrett? If it's if I mean, you only it, have Jim Carrey, go ahead and say it. It's fine. You know, I don't know. I mean, he, like, clearly he's the MVP of the film. I feel like if you're going to set him aside, I would give a slight nod to the judge. He plays that role very, mm, very well. Yeah, he does. Ass uh, kisser. <laughs> he's not a real judge. <laughs> yeah, right? And he's also dead. So I was going to say he's not alive either. <laughs> yeah. It's Jim Carrey. It's pretty obviously Jim. Yeah, this is the only time I think I've ever only nominated one person. But it was just so clear cut that Jim Carrey has to be the winner. I mean, that's that's my takeaway. Brag, are we going three for three here? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So can I, I, I thought about this. I didn't write it down, but I'm glad that we've all picked Jim Carrey. When, how do Did I want to put this? Fall off? Do we make movies that really, that have other quote unquote stars in it, but only have, this movie was about him. It wasn't about him and somebody Com- else. Comedies like are all ensembles other people. now. Yeah, comedies are all ensembles now. Yeah, like yeah. knocked up two people, forty-year-old mm-hmm. virgin. But well, then eight, ooh, eighteen ooh, supporting ooh. cast members. Forty-year-old virgin. But then there's eighteen strong supporting, supporting cast yeah, members. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, really you strong get, supporting cast. Like Kevin Hart's like twentieth on that list on forty-year <laughs> on forty-year-old yeah. virgin. Rightfully, rightfully so, but still fantastic in that movie. Yes. 
No, you're not going to get me to hate on on Kevin Hart. If you want to hate on, no, I'm not going to do it. I I like hate Kevin on, Hart hate on success. When, when appropriate. Hate on success. When appropriate, I like him. There's certain yeah, times success. I don't like him, but there's a lot I do. Okay, All LVPs. Right. Let's do it. Who's who first? wants to go first? Let's let I, negative I, negative Garrett go first. Oh, it's fun not being the I'm negative go one for once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth, when when I'm in the room, uh, it's hard to top. Um, I know. I'm going to go Miranda uh like least Ooh. least entertaining uh like it just uh, all of the scenes she's in kind of you can in, say it it's her face for... it's her face <laughs> i wasn't gonna go there but, uh, fun <laughs> fact her name is miranda and they're called miranda rights when you get arrested mm. uh, <laughs> i don't know if that's what i would consider a fun fact yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it is a Boy, fact. lawyers have like, different was... opinions of fun <laughs> Yeah, right. I was gonna go with the kid, uh, but oh. I feel like that's low hanging oh, fruit. Stop it! Stop it! And 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 honestly, like in light of like uh, what's that the actress name in episode one who like really tanks that oh, film? Oh, uh, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. So like in light of performances like that, this kid not so bad. So oh boy, so I, I shied away. I went Miranda. Hey Seth, okay. Miranda looks good with short hair. Yeah, she's not that bad looking. Short hair. I- I, sure, I haven't like, seen recent. Yeah. Well, you have to look her up, and then you'll find. She's I will. From, she's from London. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't know her, so that's why I didn't include her on the the sporting cast. I she's, frankly, I I don't know what shell she's in. Oh god. Okay, continue. Sorry, I just found a picture of her that was, did not like. All right, um, I'm going to go through a couple here. Then um, I had four. Um, a couple of them were just kind of throwaways. Um, I had Fletcher's priorities. He lost his wife and then almost loses his kid before finally realizing that maybe he's the problem. Money over bitches. <laughs> MOV. Um, I have overly friendly stepdads, uh, specifically the fake claw. I think if my wife and I ever divorced and my son had a stepdad and he started doing and saying the special things that my son and I do, I would kick his ass and I'm not a violent or an angry person. Uh, clowns. Um, there's a hobo clown at Max's party. They zoom oh, in on yeah. twice. He's uh, singing, this, singing something. I can't. Yes, remember. I'm happy. I'm so happy today. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, uh, anytime I see a clown in a movie, that's going to be a default pick. Um, and then my last one, I also didn't want to say Max. I was so close to saying Max, um, but I went with Max's hair. Uh, I couldn't let him go completely. Uh, I, I don't want to rip on a kid. I don't want to rip on a kid actor unless it's Jake Lloyd. Um, I will, if we ever did Phantom Menace, I would jump down his uh, his talents in a second. Um, but uh, I'm guessing this is something the hair and makeup team did to him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and include him in the list. Gotcha. Those are my yes. nominees. Cool. Well, here's mine. Boston. The city of Boston is an LVP for obvious yeah. reasons. Just yeah. awful people. I mean, the city's okay. It's. I think I was talked to. I think I've talked to Garrett about Boston before, and he said something. Yeah, but you'd never live there. The most racist there. city in America, I think, is what is typically voted. Is it? Or most gentrified? It's a, it's a, or most most racially divided city? I don't remember how probably, they phrase it. Probably. It's okay. Somebody, maybe it wasn't Garrett. Then somebody said, "I'm pretty sure." Yeah, but you'd never live there, and I was like. Yeah, you're right. Awful. I hate their sports fans. Their sports hate fans their are teams. Awful. Yeah, oh. and their fans and, and their overrated venues. Fenway not that oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I liked Fenway. 
liked it. It it felt like a uh like extra large victory field. It was just like yeah, so tiny kind of. and yeah. Shots fired. And I did go I did go to a game where literally the we were there for five days. The first two days, sunny, seventies, perfect oh, yeah. game that we went to, it was 50 maybe windy yeah. and like a mist the entire time so, i think boston is one of the few cities that if the weather sucks you cannot have fun there it's Chicago? just like <laughs> your hometown <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on boston okay but they're not my winner so i'm not gonna talk about them too much loser or loser loser winner of the losers uh samantha jennifer tilly her voice and her yeah, I don't usually do this, but in this one I can just I think it's just her character, so I'll say that. And her character's face. Um and then uh I'll just I'll get us started. So my my last one and my winner of the losers is Jerry. Uh Carrie yeah. L L I can't say his name. Elvis. Elvis. Yes. Less. Uh Dweebus ass nerd bitch Fletcher. He's kind of a magoo. A magoo. (laughs) He's not a magoo. And then uh, he has that bitch little one finger claw bullshit, which drove me nuts. So yeah, yeah, Jerry's the Jerry's the LVP for me. Garrett, I said in the Twister podcast that Carrie always had like top five nineties punchable face, Mm -hmm. most punchable face. Oh yeah. Okay, for sure. I'm glad he was like in it. It feels like every time you turned around in the 90s, he was like in another TV show or another movie. I checked his IMDb. He's got 134 credits. Oh, he's <laughs> huge. Yeah. And I love him in Princess Bride. There, uh, He's even oh, decent. Yeah. He's even decent in Saw. Like, yeah, Saw, there's a lot of things yeah. he's good in. This this isn't one of them, I would say. I keep forgetting about yeah. Saw until I see it in his, like, filmography. Filmography? Yeah. Filmography. Same thing with Danny Glover. I always forget that Danny Glover's in that movie, right? He was in Days of Thunder? Yeah. Yeah, Russ he plays Wheeler. one of the other... Yeah, he plays one of the rival race car drivers. Yeah. We are definitely doing that movie. It's a Jungle Book? 94? Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. When? What does what he play in Stranger Things? An Indiana native, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, he's the mayor. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't, he's in I'm a single episode of Workaholics? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I do yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in Robin Hood, uh, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Yeah. Yeah. So good in that. All right. So are we ready for to to admit our losers, or did you have any other ones, Garrett? I cut oh, you God. off. Earlier. Guys, he's in Justice League. No. Ugh. He's in Justice League. What is he playing that? I think it's like a cartoon or something. Oh. He's Orin, oh. Arthur, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, Emperor Aquaman, voice. That's what it says. Oh. Yeah. Just the voice of Aquaman, okay. I guess. One. Good for him. Okay, moving on. Losers. Did you have any other ones, Garrett, or are we, we ready to declare some losers here? Nah, I declare that loser. All right. I, I had Max's hair. It's a bowl cut in the front with a mullet in the back, and it's in the exact shape of Darth Vader's helmet. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. <laughs> Now the best part of the podcast coming up. Nope, you're missing uh, moonlighting. We got to get. Well, the I mean, Oscars. other than this crap. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so 1998 was a pretty good Oscar year. We had L.A. Confidential, which is like I think the only one I'm going to get to list off here that's not on our list currently. It also was as good as it gets. Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, Boogie Nights. Um, 
I did not have any movies or actors or anything that should have been uh, replacing any of those Oscar contenders. Um, like you did say earlier, though, it is worth mentioning that Jim Carrey was nominated for Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical at the Golden Globes, which um, I thought for at least for the musical comedy uh, was probably a fair, I think, I can't remember who he lost to, but I think that's a, probably a fair nomination. So I saw this, speaking of transition, speaking of um, Golden Globes, I saw that they're canceled this year. Is that what I saw today? Is that they're not, being, get... they're not being aired on TV. Oh, NBC will not has announce, will not televise. Some, the some racial insensitivity, I guess, that's going on. Yeah, I... in support of the HFPA. You guys want to fill me Hollywood, on that one? Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Mm. They're the ones who put that on. Inadequate efforts to address lack of black representation. Ah, okay, well. Yeah. Okay, let's do some catching. Yeah. Uh, so this is where we get into the catch-all, uh, where we talk about anything that we have yet to talk about so far in the movie that feel we should add. Um, I'm going to start out with two ones really quick. Um, we've mentioned this a few times, but most of the best parts of this movie revolve around being in or getting out of the elevator. This mm-hmm. is really weird. I think every scene that I started with had started with him getting out of an elevator. Um, okay, here's a longer one that I'm going to get into a little bit here. Um, so Judd Apatow, we've already done two official JACU movies already, Talladega Nights and Pineapple Express. However, this is the act. This is actually the fourth Judd Apatow cinematic universe movie we've done. But it's I, un- uncredited. Yep, I failed to mention during the Wedding Singer that Judd Ep- Judd did a uh, did an uncredited rewrite of that script as he was either living with or just recently lived with Adam Sandler. And he also did an uncredited rewrite for this movie. Um, and he has a longstanding relationship with Jim Carrey. He did a stand-up special of his in 91 and also was the producer for The Cable Guy. Of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Um, cool. Is that it for you? Those are the first two I'm starting with. Mm. Let somebody else talk. For These are bit. catch-alls? Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so my first one I wrote down is how long is Fletcher Fugsen? This is word for word. How long is Fletcher Fugsen that he can't just fugs Miranda and go to the birthday party? Like, can't you just have sex with her and be done and and leave? I would think so. This is hours have passed. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. fugs? Yeah. A lot of fugging. I mean, he he really wanted to make her squeal. I guess. I mean. Whatever. I can get that done pretty quick. I'm just saying. I know. Um, okay. I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't. That should have been my my immediate response. I know. Yeah. 1997 no, school security not great. Uh, Fletcher just <laughs> strolled into an elementary school, walked right into his kid's. Well, not walked into the classroom, but yeah, opened the door pulled, to the kid's classroom and pulled his kid out of class. Said, "Hey, I'm uh, Max's dad. Pull him out of class real quick." Yeah, that's not going to go over real well. Okay, there's two two of mine. I've got one, two, two more left. That's it. Garrett, what do you have? Anything? I'll, I'll hop in. On I know. A I think you mentioned um, a couple of them already. Yeah, I did. We got a couple of them already, but uh, I I, I kind of nerded out there and did the math when they did the uh, the towing fee, a thousand fifty four dollars. I was like, that must be like a million dollars back then. It uh, is only the equivalent of seventeen hundred dollars today, so it's not not it's almost double, I guess, but still not crazy but is that does uh, that include also, his parking tickets too do you think i don't know it's just no, the amount saying, that she mentioned yeah that's what it's worth nowadays due to inflation 
No, but I'm saying yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that he's paying when they pay the oh the ticket, the unpaid whatever. parking tickets. Yeah, 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 and just whatever it is to get the, the car out of the tow lot. Yes, uh, and then also the Asian flu dropped. Uh. It was like uh, <laughs> when when it was like, what should I tell your mom for why you can't talk to her? And he's like running the excuses, and it's like Asian flu is one of them. Mm. Something something viral and popular. Ah, Asian flu. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That oh. yeah that that was. A, given the, the times that we're living in. Um, yeah, okay, I have a couple here. Unsolicited advice. Do not propose in a restaurant while eating, especially with no ring. Jerry proposes to Audrey over dinner oh, and doesn't that's give her right. a ring or anything. Yeah. He's just an awful person, an awful character. Like, yeah, just poorly, poorly written, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Max is five years old and doesn't use a car seat. Okay, I don't. I'm not gonna do it. I'll talk to you about it off off the record. <laughs> Am I a pussy for making my kid? No, 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 okay. no, no. Just making sure. All right, all right. Um, Hideo Nomo. Uh, he yeah. has mentioned as well as Conseco. Uh, his his primary pitches were his fastball and a split finger. His slider was his third pitch. So I don't know where the quote famous Nomo slider reference came from. Well, I mean. You got to throw something in there. That's not even what he's really famous for. He's right, famous for I'm the saying. way that he pitches. Exactly. The tornado windup. Yes. That's what he's famous for. Um, so there were four other names associated with this role before it went to Jim Carrey. And get ready. Hold on to your butts for these names. Hugh Grant. Ugh, Can you imagine how god awful that would be? There was a Disney version of this movie with Goldie Hawn as the lead yeah uh the other two were robin williams and steve and steve martin i mean those are i could see those two as as who i'm sure were rumored for every 90s comedy i'm not sure i would have seen it if steve martin was in it but like my dad would have seen it probably yeah you know what i mean Yeah. yeah um speaking of you said that the security at the at the school was bad to get into the tsa stuff no i'm just saying it's always weird to see pre 9-11 airport scenes it's always weird the outdoor luggage they don't do that anymore right i have not that i can remember yeah okay Uh, okay here's a question to the group do audrey and fletcher end up together can we save that for um okay okay for later oh we'll punt okay yep gotcha brag go for some I'm, I'm out so you guys these next two happen in the airplane like immediately when they're together my wife caught uh came down while i was watching this movie today and said only said one thing about it quote is he listening to a stethoscope while while referring to jerry wearing airplane headphones from 1997 which looked exactly like a stethoscope in his ears and since um, when do you get alcohol before takeoff? Is that, I don't know, I third first class. Apparently maybe, you I haven't guess. sat first class. I have, uh, but I don't. Have, have sat first class. That's a thing. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> peanuts are also not that fucking hard to open. Like, no. I don't, they're not. She's stressing out over other stuff. I think this, the peanuts are a symptom of a larger problem. I can problem. stress, I stress out about a bunch of stuff, but. It's not throwing peanuts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it for me. 
I got, I got one more that I think fits here. What does his ex-wife, Audrey, is that her name? What, yep. what does yes. she do? It's like she's maybe a, it's implied that she's a teacher at one I point. I thought teacher, class yeah. Yeah, she's teaching. To go to, but like maybe she could be a student. Like it's just. Well, it's she said not... that she missed a meeting, a team building meeting or something See? like that. Yeah, but then there's class. And like, I don't know what their divorce settlement was like, but that's a pretty nice house in LA. I'm so. sure that it was nice. I'm sure that, the, well, he doesn't live anywhere. It was in his fucking office. So I'm sure that we never see. Yeah. So, all right, Seth, um, what's up? Name that movie. Can't, can't name it. They say liar a bunch, but they they... say liar and liar. No. All right. You ready to talk about your feelings a little bit? Uh, sure. We can leave Garrett out of this part. Yeah. Um, he's lawyers aren't very in touch with their emotions. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does this movie make you laugh? Mute, Garrett. Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Cry? No, but it did make me sad. Oh. <laughs> it made me sad at the end with the kids. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm glad you said it. I didn't I wa- cry, but it made me sad. I watched this over Mother's Day weekend while my wife was out of town, and oh. I was with my son alone, who was about to turn five. So I think there was a moment in the movie that hit me in a very weird way that I wasn't expecting. Oh, mine I was did. in the courtroom. That's what That's I was talking mine about. Mine was, yeah, yeah. When Mr. Cole went, uh, Mr. Cole, when his kids are taken away. Like, I didn't cry, but I was like, oh, dude, that's devastating. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, um, uh, yeah, what's next? Did you think? No. No. Educate? No. No, Garrett's educated me a little bit, but the movie. Yeah, started. that's why he's here. all right let's move on to greener grass all right is there another version of this movie uh you know this isn't my favorite part i said i couldn't come up with one not of this exact type of movie no and i told you that there was at least three jim carrey wish magic wish movies and liar liar bruce almighty yes man you added the mask had obviously a magical element to it as well um, and I said that this was almost the exact same movie as Yes Man, except for instead of not being able to lie, he can't say the word no. Um, but I went with a little bit of a different take on this that was almost the exact opposite. Um, it's a movie called The Invention of Lying. It's a Ricky Gervais movie where he lives in a world uh, where lying doesn't exist. And he's a writer, so he has to invent lying. Hmm. How about I've that? Seen- I've seen like half of it and it was pretty decent, but I can't remember why I didn't finish it. 2009 uh, film. Rob Lowe's in it? Yeah, it has a really good cast. Tina Fey has a Jennifer bunch of really... Garner. Yeah, it has a bunch Jonah of Hill. really good people. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K., I don't know if you'd consider him a good person. Not anymore. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's what I included. So I said The Invention of Lying. All right. Gary, did, did you, you have, have any, yeah, any better versions of the movie? a tough one to come up with uh no i i uh interpreted this a little bit differently though i think there's and i've touched on this earlier i think there's an untold story here in uh max and his powers so (laughs) what what, because i like it you guys are all like oh we could you know use it for like our personal gain i'm more fearful of the child uh you're fearful children you're fearful of children in general i think right yeah right it's, oh a, it's got God. some like omen vibes so i'd <laughs> consider putting them down <laughs> <laughs> putting him down 
<laughs> a post-birth abortion. Oh my by... god! Wow, that is great. And that's the unexpected moment of this podcast. No, Glad I mean, to have it. Expected. I kind of <laughs> yeah. assumed he would try I to take out actually... a kid wherever he could. I didn't think he'd actually say it though. I mean, I knew the hatred for Max would occur, but okay. All right. Uh, Let's talk about modern movies. So this is where we have a lot of fun. Um, Could this movie be made today? Yeah, absolutely. Get in there. This isn't like a Blazing Saddles situation. This is, I think. Yeah, maybe you just don't say the R word and make uh, (laughs) Native American vocalizations, but sure. Yeah, and in 2021, you cut out the Asian reference. You probably Yeah, that too, yeah. You just call uh, it the China flu. <laughs> China. China. Uh, it's not, we're not political. It's not a political uh, yeah. no, it's podcast. Just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we all agree that it could be made. Um, I thought this was a movie that would work perfectly for Netflix. It seems like it would be a very cheap movie to make. There's not a lot of action set piece except for the end, obviously. Um, in 1997, uh, Brad, you're the one who normally does this, but I needed to do some research on this to figure out to support my theory here. Um, it took forty; it cost forty-five million dollars to make this in 1997, mm-hmm. which seems really high because, like I said, there's not. It's a pretty simple movie. Forty-two like, million of it went to Jim Carrey, probably. I was say 20, 20 million was for Jim Carrey alone. Um, so with a cheaper cast, it seems like a no-brainer for a Netflix movie. That's that so was that was my thought. They did make three hundred. Well, at box office was three hundred and two million. Runaway, runaway. Yeah. yeah. So I think he did okay by picking this one. Yep, sure did. Okay, here we go. You gonna recast? Okay. Yeah. So I think it should be a continuous series on a streaming platform, and uh, yeah, Fletcher stays married. Or gets remarried, I guess. Um, and they open their uh, their own family law firm in L.A., right? And they defend celebrities against like embarrassing situations, so stuff that like Ray Donovan can't. Pull I was gonna them say, out yeah, of. sounds like Ray Donovan, yeah, yeah. But it's like something he can't pull them out of, or like the cops got to him first, or something. So, uh, either way, like as far as who would star, I don't know. I just did uh, Fletcher and Audrey. I think Audrey has a bigger role in the series. Um, and to, this yeah. is a name that I just I pulled out of my ass. So for Fletcher, I think a perfect transition, like because obviously Jim Carrey's not gonna do it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So Bill Hader. That was one of the names I thought of. Okay. Yeah. And Audrey, and I oh, this is what I did. I looked up uh like top actresses around 1997 or top actresses in their 50s. That's what mm-hmm. I looked up. Salma Hayek okay as Audrey okay I don't know if those two are like going to be on the same level of like she's going to be attracted to Bill Hader but I don't know we'll see I can, uh, I can see it because I think she's got the same kind of like disappointed tone dialed in yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the key is how disappointed the wife is. yeah <laughs> I mean that's all her role is in this film is just right basically yeah and the so classic like, female wet blanket yeah, yeah. and so we've Max talked about that archetype before I couldn't figure out what Max would be maybe Max turns into like like a, a dodger he's either a dodger or he is also like part of like the up-and-coming lawyer oh person. he would be max muncie there we go max muncie is that a baseball player a current yeah, baseball he plays, player he plays first base yeah baseball sucks i know Cubs suck, especially baseball the dodgers sucks. so um <laughs> okay. okay let's rename the that. movie oh no hold on i gotta get to my oh, rules i got oh, to what the fuck why did you let me go 
Because that was you were on a roll. I didn't want to stop you. All right. Um, I had so I had as a Netflix movie, so not the series. Um, I thought of for Fletcher. I was trying to think of somebody who could be both com- a comedian and could pass as a lawyer. Um, and so I thought of Nick Kroll. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for Audrey, I had Amy Poehler, but felt bad when I remembered that her and Nick used to date. Um, so I switched it up for C- Kristen Wiig. Oh, it's even worse. Okay. All right. Well, you don't have to like the same people I do. Usually you go black leads on this. Or, I know. I tried. I tried to. Woman just, lead. Oh, yeah. Or a female lawyer as the lead. Yeah, I know. I went. I went. Uh, okay. Jerry, instead of going with some super lame guy, I thought it'd be funnier if it was like a young tattooed pot smoker. Pete Dude, Davidson. So they're not. What is this? You're remaking the movie? Yeah. Okay. With modern, with like a modern take on it. Oh, if so it's like Pete some... Davidson, he's definitely stealing the girl then. He's Mr. Yeah. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, sure. exactly. So I thought that'd be funny. And then for Samantha, so I had to ask Jana about this. And it's weird to ask your wife, you know, who's a a bosomy woman in her twenty, a bosomy actress in her twenties? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> that was one of the ones she named, and I was like, okay. oh, she'd never accept this part. And she came up with one that I thought of that I'm a huge fan of because of Gone Girl, and I don't know anything else she's in, but Am- uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, look her up real quick. You're welcome. She's wonderful looking. Um, <laughs> and so as soon as I, as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah, I, I could imagine her with, a, you know, with a push-up bra on her, her chest mostly exposed, saying that she weighs 105 pounds uh, she, solely in her she chest. She weighs 85 pounds. Oh, maybe. she's, yeah, but she, she's. Is this Kendall Jenner? Is just under a different name? <laughs> she does kind of, yeah. Don't make me admit that. I don't like her, but yeah. Why don't you like Kendall? There's, Kendall doesn't do anything. Kendall's Kendall, fine. Kendall Jenner's. <laughs> She's fine. Yeah. All right. That's that's how I took it. At least I thought it'd be. I went. I went a different way. I like the way you did it, though. Um, I can't. I can't fight that. But uh, yeah, Nick Kroll, Kristen Wiig, Pete Davidson, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he'd just go after Emily instead. Right. Yeah. So there could be some. You know. Pete, Pete steals the woman. He ends up settling, quote, settling for uh, for Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. And the bloopers, instead of bloopers, they just show them like on a beach or something later or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I won the case and uh, yeah, I now have $11.395 million. Exactly. Garrett, did you do anything for this? I feel like we've been leaving you out here. No, I, I didn't. I sat down and looked at this and was like, you can't recast like fletcher as anybody else yeah oh yeah you have to reimagine yeah i just you know it's just it was too difficult audrey that's a pretty easy character to swap in and out but then even like jerry like that's just such a prototypical 90s character yeah oh yeah like it's but it doesn't exist in modern day films so i have no comparisons to so i just i looked at it and threw my hands up and said yeah Fair enough. All right. Uh, so let's do one that can be, I hope, hopefully you guys participated. So this is rename the movie. Um, this one was liar. Liar is such an obvious title, just like Twister and some of the other movies we've done. It's just like how, you know, um, yeah, you know, it, it's hard to, so, so I try to be a little creative with this. There was a movie, a Chevy chase movie in, I think it was the eighties called Fletch and it had a couple of sequels. And one of the sequels was called Fletch Libs. Um, the sequels were awful. The first one was pretty good. Um, so because his name is Fletcher, I thought instead of Fletch Libs, maybe Fletcher Lies. I, I don't know. That was it was this was hard for me. And I normally at least I 
I like how bad they are. I didn't even like how bad this one was. Good. Well, you stole mine. Mine was Fletcher. That's it. So at least we were Fletcher. on the same, the same thing. Yeah, just because it's, I mean, what a terrible name. Let's, let's, see where that's out on the, let's see where that's out on the list of names right now. And how can you not think, isn't like, oh, it's felching. Never mind. <laughs> it no, just makes no. me think of whatever that word, urban dictionary. Ugh. 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 Okay, I don't know what, what what does that mean. Tell us. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> don't make me put it into my web browser. Please. It's the feathers of an arrow, fletching, felching. I felching. I, I thought it was like throwing up. Semen. Oh God! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fletching. It's fletching. <laughs> but wait, wait a minute. No, we call that shrimping. We, we yeah the group, the group of guys we call it shrimping. That's what it's called. Shrimping ain't easy, baby. Uh, no, it's yeah, felt. No, it's felching. And it's, a, it's a vulgar slang in the U.S., usually of a homosexual man to stimulate the anus of a sexual partner orally. Oh, that's not what fletching is. Fletching... Specifically. Specifically to remove orally, to specifically remove orally semen ejaculated into the anus of a partner. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty much what fletching is, too. Fletching <laughs> yeah. is, it can mean a man eating his own semen out of the anus <laughs> of a male or female partner. <laughs> or it can mean a man eating his own semen out of a vagina. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that's why also nobody's ever shrimping. Yes. So in case you guys wanted to know, that's what it means. Oh, off the rails. Uh, you Garrett? did this. You did <laughs> you this wanna... to yourself. <laughs> I didn't felch myself. <laughs> did you have any uh, renaming suggestions? No. I was trying to come up with something that was like legal and clever. And yeah. I just... Oh, I tried some too as well. Yeah. I couldn't land that plane. So, like Fletcher, Audrey, and Max. No. Maximum Please. punishment. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Max sentence. Uh, all Judging right. Judging Fletcher. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get into product placement. Move it along here. <laughs> About time. Um, so, what product would this movie serve as a great commercial or product endorsement for? Um, I thought of one immediately that I think Garrett would agree with, and this is more of a concept than a product, not having children. (laughs) 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 Um, But my real one um, is felt tip pens. Big fan of felt tip pens. Oh, me too. My dad's a big fan of felt tip pens. They can write on desks. They can write on skin. They can write on paper. You can't beat a felt tip pen. Yeah, well, you can. Well, of course, but <laughs> Mercedes, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was, she, was she driving a Ford Explorer Ford, or was it a she, Jeep? She, Jerry was driving a Ford. She was driving a, a Jeep must Cherokee. A Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. Um, Grand Cherokee. It wasn't a Cherokee. Uh, Cherokees back in the Cherokee. day. Cherokees back in the day were like the rougher, like boxier looking. Yeah. The Grand mm-hmm. Cherokee means that she definitely got a good settlement. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I don't really. That Mercedes convertible was pretty badass. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I think it was like what champagne colored, which mm-hmm. isn't my favorite, but I mean, I'd take it. Yeah. That was a badass convertible. I yeah. liked it. Wouldn't trade in the diesel for it, but I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, anything uh, catch your eye? I, uh, the only brand I think that was mentioned by name, Tiffany's. Oh, uh-huh. a oh, Tiffany's okay. frame. Yeah. yeah. Listen. And uh, and they spent enough time alongside uh, the damn plane that they probably should have plastered some some logo there instead of Tower Air, which right. no longer exists. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, was think. it was it an actual airline that was on that plane? It, it had been. There was uh, Tower, Tower Air. Air yeah. Used to exist. I'm pretty oh, okay. sure. Okay. All right. Um, so let's get into over under. So this is where I I like to have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. You don't I think have it, as much fun. <laughs> You're so super we're serious about it. I did. I I played fun this time. I think. All right. We'll all right. Swap one actor in to make the movie better. Uh, I think we all agreed that Carrie Elwes um, was a magoo. Yeah. A magoo. Um, so I took him out, and I put uh, Bragg. You're my favorite dad of all time. Eugene Levy in. Oh. Yeah, completely but, different completely different movie completely different character i would say but but those uh, age the him. age doesn't match does it i don't care okay see what <laughs> i'm talking about uh, i also think that in an alternate universe this movie could have been really great with the health with the healthy chris farley um in the jim carrey role but i don't know if he could play a lawyer or anything like that so that's why i went with and plus jim carrey was so great unless i didn't want to take him out so i went with carrie elwes out eugene levy in gotcha garrett who do you got Hmm. Uh, I'm making the movie better. I think if the um, what's the the client's name again? I'm blanking. Sorry. Samantha Cole, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, Jennifer Tilly. I think if her character was meant to be stronger, like a Robin Wright type. Ooh. Um. So less sex appeal, more. More like aggressive, like get me my results kind of deal, yeah, but not like yeah. his ditzy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. That would be a completely different character, but I I could definitely see being. Yeah. Okay. I like that. What is she? House of Cards is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. 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 Okay. Amanda Brad. Donahue out. Uh-huh. Miranda. Miranda. Mm-hmm. And I think she plays it. And there's enough, there's enough money here. She plays a big enough role here that you could get Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> dips she beneath dips beneath the laser. <laughs> so you could get her in there. And I would much rather, if I were Fletcher, have sex with her than have sex with 100 percent Amanda Donahue, no offense. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, you ready to make this movie awful? Yeah. Jim Carrey out. Yeah. Uh, any one of the four mentioned in the catch-all in, um, but I didn't want to go that way because we already talked about them. Uh, I also looked up most popular comedian act comic actors of 1997, and I think the third one listed was Tim Allen. Oh. He wouldn't be, yeah, he wouldn't be as good. You're right. Technically, it would be worse, but it would be much worse. I don't know if it'd be much worse. Oh, I think it'd be worse. <laughs> He's got the weird noise <laughs> ability. Wasn't he too busy making like Toy Story or something Sam, in '97? Santa Claus, maybe. Yeah, something like that. 1997. Uh, Hand out for him. Yeah. Richer, so richer or poorer with Kirstie Alley. Was it, it was okay it was okay i just don't like kirstie alley well yeah I like old kirstie alley like look who's talking yeah we've talked yeah yeah 
Um, mine, see, this is where, I don't know. So I'll be honest with you. I did have originally, before we talked, I had Robin Williams in for Jim Carrey to make it worse. Because he would have just done voices the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And then and she's in the corner snorting coke in her. <laughs> oh yeah, in your bra. <laughs> Just like patch Adam's nose on and shit. I'm fucking uh, you rest... right now, and I'm talking to my wife on the phone. <laughs> yeah, rest, rest in peace, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, so the other one I usually like to go with just to be super funny, but I think it's overplayed at this point is Sly Stallone. <laughs> not gonna put him in this one. Uh, <laughs> that one does not make any sense at all. So I, I did the same thing you did. So I looked up, except I looked up top 1997 actors. Okay. Number five on that list, I believe, would be an awful person for a funny lawyer. A good one for probably a super serious lawyer, but an awful one for a funny one. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Jenna, this guy would kick Daniel Day Daniel Day Lewis's ass. Jim Carrey out, Al, Al Pacino in. Oh my God. Wow. Wow, yeah, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. That would be awful. Yeah. I, I thought about, the, I, again, the devil's I had De Niro. <laughs> I had De Niro written down, but I feel like De Niro would be decent. He would make it good somehow. I yeah. believe it. Yeah. Uh. Garrett? I'm I I'm going. Uh, I'm bringing this one full circle, and I'm picking on children. I'm going oh. Justin Cooper out, <laughs> and, and they they line up uh, almost in age. Jake Lloyd. In. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I have to look up this. Jay. I think you've talked about this. Jake Lloyd. He's the yeah, he he's also the, the Anakin, and and he also plays the kid in uh, Jingle All the Way yeah. that we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he had like the like best two year career. Is he? like poor like what's what's going he's on? out of acting and like uh i can't remember what he's doing but he was so bad in that movie so i can only assume he would make this one hated worse. the kid playing anakin skywalker this kid sucks is playing anakin skywalker <laughs> yeah jesus they are so mean to him oh vicious oh my god uh and i just had been assuming this entire time that the kid who plays max was also the home alone three kid no alex d lutz yeah not not at all the case <laughs> i hate that i know that because i've watched so uh... max was in he was in uh i think he was in a um god what was that family Ma not family matters full house episode oh that would make sense uh, that would be the same time yeah but he remind i think this is about i also thought he was a twin um, oh like the sprouse that, brothers yeah like like the big daddy kids and mm -hmm. he was in something else he was in boy meets world for a little bit um but yeah the that's adventures about of it ragtime dennis I think the he menace played dennis the, he did he played dennis the, the menace sequel. he the played sequel. the sequel yeah hmm. general hospital uh, er he did okay yeah. for a little baby yeah for a four four or five year run he was little in Full House then. He would have been like oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Speaking right. of kids. Future generations. Yeah. Uh, so, Garrett, you're going to have to sit this one out because you hate children and you want nothing to do with them. Um, and you have... <laughs> and ask him about his, his, his sister's potential children. Oh, okay. Maybe right, if he's right. babysitting or something. 
So this is where Bragg and I asked each other if this is a movie that we would share with our kids. Um, I said yes, and then if so, at what age? Uh, I put 10. I thought about having him watch with me on the second viewing because I, I was like, oh, he might like this. It's kind of goofy and silly. Uh, but then there were a few more sex jokes and swearing that I had remembered. So I would just wait until he has a, a little more perspective. So I said 10. Me too. 10 to 12, under what circumstances, as most of these movies in the 90s um, have with them, uh, I don't know. I don't know when I would be like, hey, do you want to sit down and watch Liar Liar? <laughs> right. If it was just like on or something. Like, oh, this movie's pretty funny. You want to watch it? Or like restart it or something. He watched a little bit of it. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was my youngest that watched it. Yeah. he. I don't think Beckett was awake. But yeah, he, yeah. I, whenever whenever he wants to watch if he wants to watch he can watch it 10 years old plus yeah i don't think it's on tbs or anything like that so unless you're actually like sitting down to watch the movie i yeah i don't see it coming up where you'd be like oh this is on let's just sit here and hang out for 86 minutes maybe when uh the inevitable thing of like jim carrey passing or something happens <laughs> and they do this whole like you know where they go back and for like three weeks they just show non-stop jim carrey movies like yeah at yeah. that point the well, as someone the career who doesn't have perspective as someone who doesn't have kids i feel like 10 is i'll, I'll support that feels like okay. a good age for this okay <laughs> all right uh okay so let's go back down uh let's revisit memory lane here uh this is where we ask if the movie held up to your prior watching garrett i'm gonna let you go first considering you were the one who thought this movie was in the quote d range um I have a feeling that you have at least upgraded that slightly. Tell me a little bit more about what your thoughts were. I'm I'm gonna give it a solid B. Uh, I I didn't I like that's some, there's that's some healthy growth there. I yeah I I just like there's nothing about it that uh, there's no like um, you know jumping off points. There's nothing like it's too off the rails. We're just like ah you know what's you know what what are my stocks doing? What's going on with Instagram? <laughs> like you know what I mean like. So, yeah, I feel like all, all lawyers are concerned about their stock portfolio <laughs> and the Instagram scroll. Yeah, okay. right. Priorities. Great. <laughs> so we're going B. Yeah. All right. Brag, what do you think? I think you had it was a, as a B plus. So, yes. So as far as a breakdown, I said, yeah, solid comedy starts a little slower than what I remembered. Mm -hmm. But once the wish is done, then it's it's pretty much, as I said earlier, nonstop, quote unquote. Um as far as like the action of the comedy goes. Um, so I kept it at a B plus. Okay. Uh, Garrett doesn't know this, but we do these like little funny, like movie tied in rating system. I gave it four and a half out of five gavel slams. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I upgraded it to an A minus. So just a, a slight upgrade over the B plus. I, I gave it the what half percentage point needed to. You got it into it the, you got it into the low nineties. Yeah. From the, the from 89 to 89 to 90, somewhere there in there. That'll work. Um, That's an A baby. Jim Carrey was at the top of his game. The supporting pieces did just enough to round out the movie. Carrie Elvis had a much smaller part than I remembered. And uh, I, said. <laughs> um, so my funny grade is I gave it, uh, God damn, I can't believe I wrote this out. Guilty of being a laugh riot. Oh my God. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, I hate myself. Yeah, you this should. This is an exercise in self-loathing every time I do this. You should. You know what's uh, funny? You did say that real quick before you wrap up. I, I should have said this earlier. There were a few times in this movie where I would just... um. Again, I don't know if this is appropriate to word it like this. Maybe somebody else could. I guess I'll just say it like this. I, I would have these outbursts of like quotes. Like I, I would just hear what was coming up. Like I wouldn't be maybe paying full attention, like writing something down. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, yeah, in your bra. And my wife would be like, what? It's, like, it's just part of the movie, man. Just start <laughs> saying it out loud, like as it was happening. And that's just, it, it doesn't happen that often for movies where you're just, you know, haven't watched it for years, but you can remember exactly what's about to happen as far as quotes go. No, you're right. I think that's kind of the the legacy of this movie 25 years later now, because literally 20, 24 years ago, the movie was made. And, you know, the fact that we're still able to spout out and kind of uh, use those quotes and anticipate those quotes in real time, uh, I think says a lot about how this movie's held up. This is also the second Liar Liar movie made the other one made in 1993 a true story titled liar liar yeah okay because i was gonna say this was also based off of another movie i think at some time not based off of this one where the tagline says a family torn apart by accusation of sexual abuse no 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 (laughs) (laughs) a little bit different oh yeah um all right so uh let's go ahead and wrap this up guys uh garrett thanks for joining us we really appreciate it Mm -hmm. uh thanks for uh lending your legal expertise uh and your child hating um we appreciate that um please everybody rate and review uh Brag, you told me it's not subscribe anymore. It's what follow, follow, follow us follow. Uh, on Spotify, iTunes, whatever, whatever your listening device is. Um, you can find us on social media at Terrible Reviews. I am at Seta Five S E T A H Five. Brag, where can they find you? It's at Bragley at B R A G G L E Y. Garrett, do you want to throw in any uh, any shout outs? I know you have. MTC, uh, anything else you want to share with us? Uh, no, if they want uh, sporadic content that's mostly Instagram stories of my garden, it's at Garrett Period Lawton. <laughs> everybody does. They want to know how, how well your hops are growing. Of course they do. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, goodbye. We haven't decided. I think we have another surprise guest for you next week. We'll uh, let you know how that goes. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. Terrible Reviews is a member of the Shady Lawn Network. All rights reserved. It's shady. Peace.